listening to Only Here for the Wi-Fi. Hey, what's good? You're tuned to Only... Uh, uh, let's start that over. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Only Here for the Wi-Fi. I'm your host, Lazy Lung, and this is episode 63. going to pin up this comment. Yeah. I'm very excited for today's guest because, well, you know, somewhat of a serious conversation to be had, you know. Uh, She's been through a whole hell of a lot, and um, I'm hoping to learn about how one even, how does one even cope with this, really? You know, overcoming cancer, uh, lupus, all kinds of surgeries and and God knows what, and especially how it impacts, you know, how it impacts your ability to be a singer, you know, heavy stuff. But, you know, we're going to try our best to keep things light. You know what I mean? We're going to try and keep you entertained and locked in for today's guest, Manal Malat. Is it like spoons? Malat? Malat. I don't know super cool person and uh yeah i just want to thank uh red booth scarlet everybody you know from that team william uh for you know helping uh push the podcast everybody you know what i mean but anyhow without further ado i'm gonna see if she's in the chat bonjour chris how are you thank you for everyone who turned on the notification to uh know to be reminded that's a that's a sure way to make sure that you won't forget that we are going live and um yeah man support the podcast rate and review us follow us on the gram follow us on facebook and all that stuff you can rate and review us on um apple podcasts or on spotify and boom all right she has sent a request what up aziza in the house how you doing girl Hey. Hey, hey, hey. I was just about to play your track and and boom, you're already in. Yes, we're live. We're live. What's good? What's good? How you feeling? I'm I'm good. I'm good. That's How awesome. are you? Well, you know, it's uh it's still just kind of early morning for me here in Ottawa, Canada, and uh you know, I got my uh, my iced americano you know yeah there we go mm. welcome to lebanon ladies and gentlemen yes yes the life of living in lebanon yeah <laughs> government still doesn't have their shit together what's good you'll see me in a few it's cool yeah that's just your life proof that i'm you know live from lebanon <laughs> yeah absolutely well you know uh i certainly know how to choose my uh my timings for the podcast being exactly <laughs> at six o'clock when everyone is like like mama dijanter please please Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
Anyway. Okay, well, you can wait for a couple of minutes. I think it's cool. You know, it's real, you know, and, and you know what? We'll take this time to thank everyone in the chat um, who's, you know, streaming this live. You know, we've got a lot of friends and family. We're going to say we're going to wave hello to some of them. Uh, your girl, <laughs> Lemma. Your girl Lemma was so, um, yeah, she was so loving and 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 kind and just a real cool person. So thank you, yeah. Shout out to her. We got Chris Jor in the house, Aziza. You know, Chris, Aziza. Oh my God, everybody's here. Yeah, man. Vidasanura, the uh, king of Saida. We got Rafiq. (laughs) Rafiq Al or yeah, Rafiq Hariri illustration, aka Rafiq illustration, former guest on the podcast. Um, really amazing artist. If you've not checked out some of his stuff, for sure, uh, get your life I together. Have, I have, I, and and I follow him. He's he's really really good. Hey Aziza, hey everyone. There you go. So um, you know. Listen, there are a lot of heavy things that we're going to be talking about on the show today. You know, I mean, uh, you've had a recent victory of um, of defeating cancer and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I would love to hear more about, you know, your personal journey with that. And how, like, how yeah. does one even deal with that? Like, how did this, how did this all come to be? Honestly, I, it has been completely surreal. I mean... I still, I still can't believe I, I went through all of this um, cancer and before that the autoimmune disease, the optic neuritis I had, um, and you know, l- going through all of these things and at the same time going through 2020 and <laughs> being Lebanese and living in Lebanon, that's just a lot, a lot to take in. And, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was so long, so tough. And at the same time, I mean, when I look back, I'm like, wow, it, it happened. Everything happened so quickly, so fast, you know? Mm. So, yeah. And um, I'm, I'm just glad it's, it's all over today. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Shout out to, you know, the medical professionals that you've been hanging um, with, your doctors, all those, the, you know, those they people. They saved my life. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and hey, you know what? Maybe low key because it's a pandemic, and uh, you know, like, ain't nobody leaving the house. Eh, but you know, it's a saving grace a little bit, right? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> how did that impact your ability to perform? Were you like, I mean, you're a fucking, you're a performer, right? Like, I mean, your life is singing and and doing all the things. Were you like, what shifted? Did you kind of like take a back seat from performing for a while? Or were you like, nah, oh, I, this will not to stop me and I am to singing? You know, like what, what happened? No, I mean, yeah, a bit of both. At first, I mean, it was my, it was my biggest fear not to be able to sing because it, you know, it did affect my voice. Like now I sound very nasal, but um, yeah, I had, I had to, to stop uh, for, for a while, just, you know, to, to get used to the idea and uh, the treatments and everything was so heavy, but you know, I just, I just, when I recall, I just stopped for, for a week, if I remember well, and the rest, I just, I just continued. I, I kept working on my projects. Um, Mm. I kept working on my, I kept working with my vocal coach, by the way, uh, Mike Massey, if you're listening, a, 
Thank you for everything. Hey, done. wait a minute. He's the guy with the beard and the teeth, right? Yeah. He's yeah, got he's, a, awesome. he's got a nice beard <laughs> and some fucking nice teeth, that guy. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, he was, like, he was helping me all the way through. Uh, was so, you know, uh, coaching me. And um, yeah, but actually, I remember the first surgery I had. I recorded a song a week later, seven days later. I was back at the studio and I recorded that song. I mean, I don't know how I did it. Don't ask me, <laughs> but I did it. Steroids? Oh, yeah, big time for eight months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was and, joking. I was like, you know, I guess because I don't know nothing about, you know, medical stuff or whatever, but I guess you kind of have to take steroids. You do. You do. I mean, when I was first diagnosed with, uh, with lupus, I was on heavy cereal, steroids for, for, um, for 10 days a bit. I was getting almost, oh, thank God. Hey, hey, hey power's back. What's good? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I was telling you, I, I was receiving very high doses of, of steroids, uh, almost one gram per day for about 10 days. And then uh, they started decreasing the doses, but I had to take um, cortisone for like eight months in total. In parallel, I was, I was uh, taking another treatment for the lupus and, uh, you know, the optic neuritis and everything. So wait a minute, so, like yeah, optic neuritis, like it said, you know, I mean, you know, I read your bio, you know, your boy did his research, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, like, um, <laughs> in terms of, you know, the eyesight, it said you, you had lost partial eyesight. Have you regained that? Or are you still kind of like, you know, half, half seeing? Um, I still, I mean, I haven't recovered. I don't think it will, it will get back to normal. It's been, a year and two months. I remember I was in Abu Dhabi actually when it first uh, when it happened. I woke up one morning and I just couldn't see it from my right eye. It was as if half of my right eye was covered with a black shield, and I'm like, "Okay, the fuck." Yeah, I, I mean, it's the 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 most the scariest thing ever, really. And I'm like, "Okay, um, nothing happened. I didn't feel anything. I called my, my doctor. I'm like, okay, hey, this, this and that. He's like, okay, chill. Don't stress. He gave me a couple of, you know, antibiotic tears. And he's like, maybe, maybe, uh, you had, I don't know, some dust in your eye or something. Um, and then, okay. The next day I wake up and it was just boy pitch black. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is not normal. <laughs> it's not getting better. So yeah, I had to come back to Lebanon and I was hospitalized and it stayed, um, it stayed full black, fully black for a week. And then it started recovering shui shui with the steroids, but oh. it, it's, I mean, shui shui. And now, now I'm like, at, it's like, I have a filter now on my eye. Cool. I don't see vivid uh -huh. color. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an Instagram filter <laughs> called the drunk filter all the time, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I got used to it. I adapted. So it's not I like adapted. you're, you're not going to be like playing Frisbee and being like, you know, okay, throw it to me. And then, you know, like, <laughs> or it's kind of like that shui a little bit, right? <laughs> Muffy yeah, Frisbee. You know, I remember my friends were really impressed with the, the first week after 
after I was diagnosed with that optic neuritis, I was working on a presentation on my laptop and I was able to, to find the, the spelling mistakes. And I'm like, dude, there's a mistake here. He's like, what the hell? How? Yeah. How can you You're supposed to be blind. You're not supposed to be able to see spelling mistakes. What the fuck? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Thank God my, my, my left eye is, is okay. So they're doing a pretty good job together. They're adapting. So yeah. Well, hey, you know what? You know, all the power to you, girl, honestly. And I'm glad that you get to have a laugh and kind of like, you know, life is hilarious, man. You know, like we're just, you know, and thank God that you, you know, I mean, shit could have been mad worse. You know what I mean? But like you are a hell of a strong person. Fucking chapeau bas and everybody send love. Hit the hearts. Brr, 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 hit the hearts. You know what I mean? Thank you, guys. Thank so, you yeah, so like much. what else? That's my sister, Maya. Yeah, what up, Maya? So, yeah, is it like how do you pronounce your last name? Is it like Mala or Malat? Malat. Malat. Yes. Okay, because you know my Arabic is a little, little bit super shit, but um, you know, I mean, it could be cool. I mean, I never met someone with the last name Spoon, so I was excited. I was like, oh, you maybe you have like the last name Spoon, like I am Manal Spoons. No, I'm sorry. To <laughs> uh, so, uh, it says that you grew up in Tunisia. Like, what was that like? Amazing. I miss Tunisia. I was, um, yeah, I was born in Carthage in Tunisia, and I lived the first uh, three years of my life there. Uh, um, so, so my my father is Lebanese, and mom is. French, Italian, Tunisian. It's like the United Colors mm. of Benetton. Yeah. So yeah, they met there. <laughs> ah, that's great. <laughs> so yeah, they met there. Um, they were both uh, studying. They, they went to med school there. So, and they got married there and I was born. So I lived the first three years of my life in Tunisia. I love Tunisia. I miss it so much. Um, and, and yeah, and then we started traveling you know, from country to another. So. Mm. Is that kind of why you speak and are able to sing in just about every language on the planet? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I speak three languages and I sing in four or five. What? Yeah, four or five languages. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So Arabic, duh. Okay. English, <laughs> mm, got that. English. French. French. What, Italian? Spanish. Oh, Spanish. A bit of Italian. Oh, A bit love... of Italian. Okay. Spanish, yeah. Mm. I've learned a couple of uh, Portuguese songs, but I don't speak Portuguese. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, lo I love languages. I think it's very, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You should, I mean, like, it's cool, you know, uh, Spanish music, but, you know, you're missing out. I hope you eventually either learn how to do um, Chinese or Indian, you know? Do you speak, wow, like, I Hindi? Yeah. I, I don't, but it's, I, I, I mean, it's... Uh, it's impressive to to see people who who sing and I mean Bollywood is fascinating. Yeah. I find it fascinating. Really, the art, the dance, the the singing, and Chinese Chinese is amazing. Yeah, but yeah, pretty tough. <laughs> is, that, is that something that like uh, are you quote unquote are you like a a triple threat or a double threat? 
a triple or a double you tell me <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean like a, okay so a triple threat is someone who can sing dance and act yeah. right yeah i do that i do that so you're a triple threat triple threat <laughs> damn that's what's up you know what i'm saying fucking watch yourself son all right she's coming for you all right manama you know what i mean she's gonna take your job son yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> but um in turn like i mean you know how do you how do you manage to do that like choreography and singing at the same time like it's hard enough for me to play a guitar and sing i can't think about doing moves and shit you know i've always wanted to do that since i was a kid you know they're my my three passions i've always wanted to combine them you know into my arts um i i mean i love them i love the three of them equally it's it's um to me it's a way of expressing myself you know since i was a kid i've always wanted to sing um and act and dance it right. was always about you know the shows and the performances yeah i think it's also what makes it, it what makes an artist complete you know were you and, developing uh, that in when you were doing the broadway or is that here before like were you doing that uh -huh. was you was you like honing your craft in lebanon or uh, wherever like performing and da, da 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 and then broadway or was it that you went to broadway you learned and you were like oh yeah and you became really good yeah. at you know like well i i always tried to do to you know to incorporate dance and choreographies in in my shows but broadway was a huge huge school it formed me basically it formed me and and um I uh, I took several lessons with uh, with Roy Hudi. Uh, he's uh, he's a Broadway teacher as well. He's the one who did uh, Majnu Leila, One Night on Broadway, Another Night on Broadway. You're watching, hey. Yeah. Um, so I've learned a lot, a lot, and I discovered my my passion for Broadway and for theater. And uh, yeah, and I've always wanted to do that. To do that, I I didn't have the chance to go to. Uh, you know, to to study proper musical theater in in New York because uh, I went to university and college here in Lebanon. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I took a lot of uh, a lot of seminars, um, a lot of workshops, and yeah, I did Broadway in Lebanon for almost five years. So yeah, is it like feather boas and the dan dan ba dan 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 that all the time? Because I mean, you know, is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, it's like <laughs> on Broadway. I love Broadway. I mean, it's such a happy place. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I was, you know, when I was young, I, I was in uh, a couple of high school uh, musicals. I, I got to tell you, I mean, the, my, my music teacher, he was like, look, man, you can sing and, you know, you're a fun guy. You should be Judas in Jesus Christ Superstar. No one else wanted to do it. I was like, all right, I'll be Judas. You know, it's a pretty cool. You did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like one of the only musicals that I kind of was like, all right with. But there are so many other musicals that I'm just like, you know, um, not a musical guy. I really want to see that. Do you have any videos? Uh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> it was, it's high school, right? It's kind of like shitty. But I mean, you know, look, in a way, those were my formative years. And in Canada, at least, you know, like coffee houses and um, musical theaters and plays and stuff like that, that kind of gets you, those are your early stages of your performing career and gets you kind of yeah. 
comfortable performing in front of people and being terrified. Did you ever yeah. have stage fright? I have stage fright every single time I have to perform. Really? I mean, what? I'm 33 today. It's been, what, 17 years in the music industry performing. I stress the hell out of me every single time. Mm. And honestly, I think, it's, um, I think it's healthy. Yeah, I it always, keeps you sharp. You know, it makes you, you're not apathetic. You're not sharp. going out there, you know, just being and like. You need that stress before going live. It's, it's very healthy. It stimulates you. And I always tell my friends, I mean, the moment an artist in general, the moment you stop feeling stressed before a performance, switch to something else. Stop performing. Because really? you need it. Yeah. Ah, that's an interesting bit of advice. Because, I mean, I got comfortable as a performer. It was like, okay, I know what it is. People are coming here to see me. That is what it is, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, but you still feel that, you know. Oh, it's not like I don't. I'm not excited. I'm still excited, but I'm not stage fright. Like stage fright is like, oh my god. I mean, no. Oh my god. Of course, you learn how to manage your stress and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm always, I'm always nervous. That's what I was trying to say. Always nervous. I mean, you know, that's good. You care about your craft and you're not someone who's just going to, you know, you're not jaded or anything like that. So that's, that's good. And I mean, you've been hustling and performing since you were 15. Yeah. I started very early. And you were, you were frequenting at event, like which venue were you performing at? Around that? Well, I, I started, um, I started in a piano bar in a hotel okay. in Lebanon. Um, and yeah, I, I, I was 15. I used to perform every on weekends, every Friday and Saturday. And the rest of it was, you know, was juggling between school and the live performances. Um, mm. it, it was hard, but it was, it was what I wanted. I really wanted to do that. And yeah, my parents were against it at first. They're like, no, you need to focus on your studies. And, well, and, you know, yeah. I mean, hell, there are not that many 15-year-olds, period, in Lebanon, if I'm not mistaken, that are, you know, out there working. Yeah, because it's kind of illegal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like about my age so though? much. So I mean, can't you, I mean, in Canada, you can start working as soon as you're, like, when you're eight, you know, like, I, I had friends who were, you know, doing the paper route, or they would work at the gas station, you know, like, in Canada, at least... You know, it's not uncommon really? that by 16, 17, that you've got a car and you're, dri- you're driving around and, and, you're, and you're working. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not the, the same case here in Lebanon. I remember my, my dad had to sign a paper to say that, to, to you know, to give me, to, to say that he allows me to work. Ah. Yeah, it, was, uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't easy, I remember. But yeah, I really wanted to do that. Yeah. Well, I had well, days at school. Remember, we're having to wake up <laughs> uh, very early at 6 a.m. And the night before, I was performing until 2 a.m. Yeah. It wasn't oh, wow. Okay. So it was like that, though. It's like that. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. I used to get back, um, get back from school. I used to finish my homework quickly and, and rehearse and train every single day for at least a couple of hours. But, you know, you don't. You don't, when, when, when you're that passionate, you don't feel like it's a job. It wasn't a job. for me. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Listen, uh, you know, we got people in the chat who are wanting to participate in asking you question. It's Rida says, what's your opinion about Lean El Hayam? About? About Lean El Hayam. Hayam. What's? What's your opinion? I don't I don't even know who that is. But listen, if you're someone in the chat, uh, there's a question bubble uh, at the bottom. And that way I can, you know, post it up on the thing. So please submit your questions for uh, Manal and we will answer them for By you. By the way, there's someone very dear and special to me. Um, the Whisking Whiskers. Hey. hey I love you so, so much. And... He's one of my doctors, by the way. Oh, sweet. Hey, shout out. Hey, <laughs> good work, man. Thanks for keeping thanks for keeping Manal with us today. Shout out to you. Uh, Doctor Who? Doctor Whisking Whiskers. Doctor Whisking <laughs> Doctor Whisking Whiskers. Conquering uh, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of all, you know, the, the was that like for the lupus stuff or for the cancerous stuff? For the lupus. For the, the lupus. lupus. Yeah, whisking. <laughs> yeah, good job, buddy. But yeah, uh, everyone, listen. If you want to participate and ask some questions for either myself or Manel, please, boom, hit up that question bubble thing, and uh, I'll put them up, and we can do a Q and A. All right. I think I think she meant to ask, "What's your opinion about Lena Hayek?" I think. Okay, who's Lena Hayek? She's a, she's an awesome singer. She she won the Voice. I can't remember which uh, which uh, season it was. The Voice Arabia, and we both uh, participated. We we sang um, Beirut Emmy. I don't know if you've heard that song. Nope. It was released a couple of months ago in okay. November. So uh, yeah, we were six artists, and and she was one of them. She's uh, unbelievable. If you meant Lena Hayek, I love her very much. Yeah, I think she did. She yeah. corrected her her little doodad. Um, on there so yeah the uh, i mean hey we're getting we're jumping up ahead a little bit arabs got talent yeah so like how did that all come to be did you apply or did they ask you did you get a phone call be like hello we are having a season two of arabs got talent <laughs> and we really want to invite to you for you to come to the show and singing for us yeah, well, well, okay, so it wasn't like that, <laughs> but they did call me. They did call me. It was back in 2012, and um, it was such such a good phase, such a good period of time. It was, so 2012, and I remember it was way before, it was before Instagram, and social media was not that, you know, in. Mm -hmm. If you best think, you get fired call. And so, yeah, Arabs Got Talent, um, it was, I think it was one of, you know, the first big milestone in my career because it allowed me to, you know, to, to I, I had for the first time, I had fans, you know, from, from all around the world, from, you know, the Middle East. And I was able to, to showcase my talents. I was able to sing in, in English, you know? Oh, wow. And show show my my real talent because i had issues back then i i wasn't i wasn't singing in arabic it's just recently that i started singing in arabic by the way it's been five or six years but before i used to and it was it's very tough you know for an artist in lebanon to to be able to sing in english or french but 
you, we all know that you want to make it, you need to sing in Arabic. So that show allowed me to, you know, perform and show my real talent the way it is. And I was also able to, to sing and dance at the same time. Oh, um, shit. You know, yeah, there was a full choreography. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. It was an amazing experience, honestly. I, I wasn't expecting to get the, you know, the highest number of votes and, and, you know, go to the finals immediately. Um, yeah, it was such an amazing experience being able to, to sing in front of that much, you know, that big amount of people and, and the jury. And yeah, it was a huge milestone. That's I owe them a lot. Yeah. Lama, uh, Lama Lawand uh, dropped some truths. Whitney Houston died that day when she sang her song. That must have been kind of tough. Yeah, Whitney Houston um, is my biggest idol, my ultimate idol. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's such an inspiring woman. I mean, her story, her life, her music, her voice. She's a huge school. Yeah, man. Shout out to the goat. Okay. Oh. Noah, Noah, I see Noah, my nephew. <laughs> yeah, we got Rafi uh, Mandalian in, in, in the house. What's good? Yay, Rafi! Rafi! Man, <laughs> yo, for real, I was talking to Manel. I was kind of, the music video that you guys did, bro, it's so weird seeing you play percussions. Let me just tell you. Yeah. It's cool to see you play guitar, <laughs> but when you were doing all, the, doing all that stuff, I was like, what? What's going on? Like, shit, Let man. Rafi's coming for your job, too. Watch out, Fuad Afra and Gio Najarian and all you people, all right? Rafi, you don't just play the drums. I mean, the, play the guitar. He's coming for your job, son. Anyway. Just, like, like, you can pretty much play anything. Rafi. Yeah, I know. The guy's an octopus. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Rafi recently became daddy, so congrats, daddy. <laughs> oh, snap. Daddy Rafi was good. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Make your army big, bro. Uh, you know, what do they say in Arabic? All the cool stuff that they say, like, Allah uh, Tawal Amarkon, and, uh, you know, Yatik Al Afiyah, stuff like that. That's a different thing. But yeah, Yatik Al his wife, actually. Exactly. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, we love everybody. Man, it's so it's so great. You know, there's a lot of love here on the chat. Everyone's here to kind of like hear your story, send and say salam tik and 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 all that oh, stuff. You. you know what I mean? Allah salam tik. Thank you so so much. You know, listen guys, I'm you know, this is kind of like somewhat the first time that I really meet Manel, you know, um here on the air. And so there's a lot of stuff about her past that I didn't know about. Maybe you don't know about either, you know? Like for example, okay, so you got into the Arabs Got Talent. That's what we were talking about before. Is there anything yeah. that you would have done differently now that, you know, that you've been through that experience? Would you have approached, you know, the whole show and have a different game plan or something? Honestly, I, I, I don't think I would change anything. I'm very, very happy and grateful to that experience. Well, actually... I'm thinking about the, the, the finale. Maybe, maybe I would have chosen a different song. Maybe. I'm not sure. All right. Let's the hear finale. it. Uh, it was, I, I remember I sang What a Feeling 
And I was torn because I actually had to choose, you know, a song that would do justice to my voice and at the same time, something that the audience would like. Right. You know, you always have to think about both sides. And um, I, didn't, I didn't really have time to think properly. It, it went very fast. So maybe, I'm not sure, I haven't decided yet. Maybe I, I, would, I would have went for another song, maybe. But the rest, mm. I wouldn't change anything, honestly. It was just beautiful experience experience the way it was yeah definitely i mean you know uh you did something right you know what i mean you made it to the finals yeah. and, and everything like that uh it's tough i was once upon a time on arabs got talent and did not make it far at all i had no idea yeah not as like a soloist though like i brought my whole band on the show it was like probably like the first ever arabs got talent and um it was crazy because i fucked up Cause the judges were like, first of all, I, you know, my Arabic is kind of shit. Right. And so I didn't really understand what they were saying, but then they explained to me in English and there was a band before us. Okay. There was a band before us and they were playing covers. Okay. And okay. we came on afterwards and I just said like, you know, like we played our song, an original, Right. It was an original, yeah. Okay. It was an original song, right? And so at the end of the performance, I said, okay, judges, just to, just to let you know, okay, that was not a cover. That was an original song, okay? Okay. And the which judge huge, the judge was like, how dare you take a shit on the band before you for big... Because I was like, the other band was a cover band. We're original band. Just letting you know, we're not... You know, we're, it's our music. We wrote it. And they were like, bleh, bleh, no, 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 no. get the fuck out of here. Oh, they were so shit. mad. You <laughs> that shit. No, I so mean, crazy. But, but, I mean, it's only normal for you to specify that this is an original. I mean, they should know. <laughs> I was kind of a dick about it. I was like, hey, listen, you judges <laughs> with your fucking shit. Okay, let me tell you something. You won't get my music. I wrote this, okay? <laughs> I'm somebody. Anyway, we didn't make it. Not even Not even to the Can second. I I, no, this is like you said before. I don't know. If anyone has, okay, if anyone on the internet has a copy Send it to me in my DMs, but maybe don't post it because maybe it was kind of shit. Send it to me. I want to see that. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> want to see it too. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, hmm. What would you say your like least favorite song that like that your least favorite song request or like something that people when you were performing and, and they were like, yeah, please play us this one. Yeah. You don't understand. I have a whole list of forbidden songs. <laughs> Let's hear them. Start with number one. Okay. I will survive. Yeah, kind of true I, though, I, right? Like, kind of maybe true though, because you, you survived. I, I have all, all my, I mean, all my due respect to the, these tracks, but yeah, like in what, like we say in Arabic, because we sang them way too many times. <laughs> You're just like so blase about it. I will survive. I did it my way. My way is خلاص. Okay. خلاص. I will survive. Um, 
sorry, played the at like I, I just can't hear the song anymore. You know, you know it's at the at? No. It's okay. Um, well, what is it though? Is it an it's obviously an Arabic song, right? Yeah, it's an Egyptian song that went completely viral. I mean, it broke all the records. What about the Armenians in the house? (laughs) Right? That one's like, it's got to be played every time. I bet you if you're you're Rafi. You're so right. You're so right. I'm reading the comments. Yeah. La Bamba, come in. La Bamba. (laughs) (laughs) There's a guy who came... um, he came to see me on, on stage and he's like, there's a very cool song. Can you sing it? It's called Rise Up. I'm like, um, yeah, no, I, I don't sing this song. He's like, okay, there's another one called My Dream is to Fly. Dude, it's the same song. But yeah, I'm not singing it. So he kept on insisting. Oh, man. Rise Up. My Dream is to Fly. Uh, so high. I'm like, okay. Yeah, this is also... <laughs> Oh my God. So, okay. So here it is. You know, you done did the, the, the Arabs got talent and, and Broadway and you, you've been, you're a performer and you're, you know, somebody. And then all of a sudden you, you decided to go with, um, starting cats production. Yeah. Right. So you've got like 50 something. Pro- like how did that, like what got you into making the hustle you know what I'm saying? You start making this, like, you know, this performance thing. You got Wittyamar and, 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 and whatever other wedding fucking, those people, shout out, you know, all, but, but I mean, like, you're coming in, like, you know, what's up? You know, I'm trying to make some, uh, make some money. You know what I mean? Honestly, it, um, the, the idea behind Catsport, I started it in, in 2013. And the idea was to, I remember back then I used to travel like a lot, a lot, a lot. And I used to see a lot of um, uh, talents, artists everywhere. And it always, always made me think, damn, we have so many amazing talents in Lebanon that actually sing in, you know, English, French, besides Arabic. And they just don't have the opportunity, you know to perform and to showcase their talents. So the main idea behind that was to actually give, you know, create a platform for them to perform and collaborate. Because, I mean, to me, collaboration is art. I'm in love with collaboration. I've always wanted to collaborate with any types of sorts of artists. So that was the idea behind, behind Cats. And we started really small, you know, and, and then uh, a few years later, Christian Abouane, he's watching, hey, Chris, hey, partner. He, he joined me and, and the family grew bigger and bigger. Scarlett Saad also joined us. So yeah, it was all, it was all about creating this, this connection of, of artists from, you know, each, each one has his own style. And it was all, all, all about the fusion mainly, mm. you know? Yeah, and, and we grew bigger and bigger, and that's how it all started, basically. So, what do you, what do you, what would you say that you guys provide differently than, say, for example, Witiamad or whatever other like uh, Ahmed's Weddings Company Limited? <laughs> I would say uh, 
Anybody watching from Michama? Hello, guys. Yeah, um, I know it's I'm, all love, guys. It's not about hate. I'm just being yeah, that guy. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like it's a competition. It's kind of a competition, but I mean, you know, it's okay. <laughs> they're, they're huge. These guys are huge. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I guess, it's each company has, you know, a different feel, a different style. What we tried to do in Cats production was maybe focus more on the um, you know the 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 show the show itself because we used to take care of, of of events from a to z in terms of you know there was singers dancers choreographies props uh, that's what we tried to because we're also influenced by musicals a lot yeah and that's what we tried to do i mean turn a wedding into a musical for instance damn you know, yeah. speaking of uh, weddings and concerts and everything like that, and here's some real, here's some real talk. Okay, now it's not just like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Now it's some real talk. You know, with coronavirus and you know concerts and things like this not being a possibility, are you guys um, getting with the digital? Are you going to be doing like digital concerts and things like that? And what would you say is a fair price for a digital concert? Because you know, I get asked all the time, "Yella, come on, uh, make a make a concert, and lazy long, and yella, and make a concert, and you know, you can, we can, um, you know, charge uh, charge whatever you want." So I've always been kind of wondering, like, what's a good ticket price to watch a concert online? Alan, honestly, I have been debating this in my head for, I don't know, I think it's so weird. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine myself. I know we're going to have to do it, all of us, eventually. I mean, we don't really have the choice, do we? No. But I just can't imagine myself buying a ticket, a ticket and watching a concert on my phone or on my laptop. I mean, I would do it, but it's just not the same. It is not no, the it's game. not the same, but y'all, we trying to get food on the table, son. You know what I mean? We're trying to pay for bills and stuff, especially for all the people who are any yeah, gigs. There are none. So really, you have to take the fight. It's you got to adapt. You know, you got to adapt. You got to adapt. Do what you gotta do. But it is it's hard, you know, like it's and I personally I'm talking from my own personal experience. I find that. I mean, it, it took time for me to, to accept it, you know? It's, um, it's not the same thing. I mean, you don't feel the human touch. You don't, you don't, I don't no, know. We're not, we're not comparing. It's not apple to apple. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying like, okay, you know, what's the alternative, right? We wait till after the Corona to do the concert. We don't know when the fuck no, that's going to be. Wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean... I'm just trying to ask other artists and people who are maybe have a grip on things. You know, there are certain entities that are pre-recording and then posting. And then there are some people who are really, you know, like getting the whole live stream thing. And of course, Lebanon isn't buying tickets to anything at all anyway, because money. But I mean, like in a way, um, you know, reaching to uh, Tunisia or to Saudi or to you know, the rest of the Arab world or, or Hatta Europe or North America. It's online. Like, I mean, you could, wow, what an amazing opportunity right now for everybody to be able to see you perform. 
Ayla, you're right. You're right. From this point of view, you you are right. You're it's accessible. You're open to the entire world, and you can actually do that. anywhere, anywhere you are. You're absolutely right. It's just that. Or the studio. I mean, it's it's a thing that we have to do. Like Lama was saying, Corona won't last. Allah is ma'aminik Lama. But uh, yeah, we we gotta find a way. And uh, I've been thinking with my with my. With my friends with my gang lately that we need to work sorry about that guys the connection dropped for a second that's so crazy uh, i have an issue with the connection yeah hold up sorry oh, yeah i'm back sorry about that guys no worries moment of yeah. interruption sorry go over that could you say that again sorry because of the shit. Yeah, no, no no i was saying that um i i really considering it i've been discussing it with my uh, with my friends uh, my musicians and uh yeah we haven't started preparing planning yet properly planning because i had so many things happened yeah <laughs> lately. life was happening a little hard for you mm -hmm. happening a lot of things were happening but yes this is definitely uh one of the things i'm going to do very soon um mm. this year work on on a series of mini concerts and uh, work on a show, on a proper show. Sweet. I like it. And uh, you know what? We're going to take a little break here right now, and, and we're going to uh, address some questions that people have submitted. Uh, Chris Jora yeah. has actually got a question for you. I'm going to post right here. If you had to give yourself advice at the ages of 10, 15, and 25, what would you tell yourself? Wow, Chris, beautiful question. Keep them coming, everybody. Uh, you know, feel free to click the question bubble and we'll address any and all questions if they're appropriate uh, for her to answer. Okay. Um, 25, I would give myself the following advice. Um, live every single moment. And I'm going to say it in Arabic. Tawlibaylik. <laughs> Take it easy, because I remember at the age of 25, I was uh, very, I mean, I used to, I, I, could, I, I didn't take a, a breath, I didn't take a, a rest. I was always, you know, running around and thinking of the next thing to achieve. Yalla, 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 yalla. Life was so running around. I mean, I, I, would, I would tell myself, take a breath. Uh, 15. Um, I would uh, I would give myself uh, a lot of credit and say, "Bravo, you go, girl! You're on the right track, and you're following your dreams and your passion." Uh, the age of ten, um, I would say I would I would cheer myself up and say, "Everything's going to be fine." These are my answers. Why, I mean, <laughs> why at 10 cheer yourself up? Because I remember that time we used to travel a lot from a country to another, and it was very hard for me to adapt. You know, Making like, friends. I remember, um, you know, the, the school you have, it was nine months. I remember we, I, I did three months in France, 
three months in, in Kuwait and three months in Tunisia. And that was very hard. I couldn't make friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Shit. that's why I, I Well, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. have it. Hold on a second. We got, we got a question that was asked 20 minutes ago. Sorry, my dude. Hey, Manel, how did you find out about cancer and glad you won this fight? Thank you. Uh, actually, I, um, so I, I went uh, for sinus surgery in August uh, because I just couldn't breathe anymore. Uh, I, I always used to have, um, I had trouble breathing basically since I was a kid. Uh, and I always used to procrastinate this uh, this surgery, I knew I had to do it, but you know how life gets. You're like, I'll do it next month. La bukra. Hey, bukra, it can wait, you know? Hey, hey. But no, it cannot wait. <laughs> Health comes first. So I went uh, for a sinus surgery. And uh, so four weeks later, the biopsy came back uh, positive. And that's how I knew I had cancer. Oh, damn. Yeah, man, that must have been a surprise and a half, huh? Yeah. 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 All right, hold up a second. We got we got another one. Here's another question for you. When was Beirut Emmy recorded and shot masterpiece? And you shined as always. Thank you, thank you so much, Asad. Um, Beirut Emmy was recorded. A week after my first surgery, so seven days after my first surgery, um, I didn't know I had cancer back then. Uh, so I recorded it, and it was shot in November. On in November, a week before my third surgery. Oh my god, dude! Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to kill yourself? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> why you why you hustle so hard, girl? Damn, that's amazing. I, I I I needed music. I needed those projects. They made me feel alive. Yeah. Well, certainly they made me. I, I mean, they gave me the choice. They they I, I I would have been able to postpone them or do them, you know, later at the later stage. But I refused. I felt. I needed those projects to feel alive and to, yeah, yeah, yeah I needed. Them. Chris is Chris has got a question for you. She decided to write it in the comment section because she's awesome, and that way I can't click the bubble and then everyone see it and it be on the video um, or whatever. Maybe it actually doesn't go on the video. I can't remember. But anyway, how is your relationship between Manal Malat on stage? And I'm probably still saying your name wrong. And Manel. <laughs> Like you know, off stage. Um, I can tell you, Chris, that nowadays, now more than ever, uh, it's completely aligned. Completely aligned. Yes. Oh, the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because yeah, I read it. I read it. What's the difference, Lucy? What is? You know, because like there's like on stage, there's like, you know, there's like performer Manel and then there's like real life person Manel, right? Like sometimes you're not always like, hey, nice to see ya. Yeah, da, da, da. You know, constantly like performing and you know, like you're 
you're legit. Maybe like who you are at home is different than who you are on stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm on on stage. People say that I'm very, uh, you know, uh, confident and you know, like powerful, maybe. But yeah, Manel at home is. I'm I'm a very shy person, by the way. Oh yeah, couldn't, um, couldn't yeah. tell. Couldn't tell at all. <laughs> No, really, I am a shy person. Um, I like to reflect a lot. Uh, I like my alone time. Uh, oh, I know what yeah. you're saying, girl. We all love a little bit of alone time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit of alone time. Mm, coronavirus was good. Aziza, are you going to sing for Aziza, us? My love. Now on the show? Hello really? on the show? I don't, I mean, now, you know, like we'd have to do it. We'd have to get a mic, you know, but I mean, like she's going to sing for us for sure. In the, in the future, she would make a digital concert. Who knows? Maybe you guys do a collab. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, mm, uh -huh. I have this next question. Now, normally, normally, um, Aziza, thank you so much for, for tuning into the show this long as well and being with us. He was an amazing, amazing guest as well. By the way, by the way, Aziza was one of the people who really stood by me from day one. That's right, man. Ride or die, son. You know what I mean? She, Respect. Yeah, she every single day. She asked about me every single day, and yeah, she's a really close friend, and I love her very much. Okay, well, do you want to sing? Because Aziza's like she sounds incredible with with any mic. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, I mean, it's up to you, girl. You do what you want. Maybe a bit later. <laughs> yeah, maybe a bit later. Let's just have a couple more. <laughs> yeah, a couple of like more shots. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was going to say, here's the next fun segment. Now, normally I do a, a little bit of a thing. I said to Scarlett, I'm not going to put you through this. So I made a special edition. OK, uh, like a PG-13 edition of uh of the these series of questions okay it's okay. called collab cover or dump okay collab cover or dump exactly okay. and you got to choose between three people as to who you would like to cover most collab with the most and which of the three that you have to say goodbye okay and we're gonna start off with some really really tough questions or uh candidates whatever okay Shakira, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion. Wow. Okay. Uh, Shakira, cover. Okay. Celine Dion, collab. Whitney Houston, collab. No, 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 no. <laughs> you messed up. the. You already messed up. the. No, 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 no. You did. Okay. You have three options. Okay. One I have you get, oh, I have to pick one. You have to dump one. You have to say sayonara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to say bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, bye bye. Bye bye. Shakira. Shakira. Bye bye. Really? And no, Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, and Shakira. Okay, okay, okay cool, cool. Okay. Do I love her very much? Don't get me wrong, Shakira. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, I know Shakira's <laughs> going to be watching this and be like, wow, I can't believe on the lazy long, on the only here for the white pie podcast. She said, what? What, 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 what? Anyway. What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Look at my breasts. They're small and humble. 
my favorite. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. So, collab covered dump. Haifa Wahbi, Nancy Ajram, Najwa Karam. Alan, you can't do that. <laughs> Your career is going places. So it's all good. It's all good. And it's all good because life is good. So, okay. So, so I have to dump. Don't focus. Yeah, it's not like make it look like you're, you know, you're not, you know, assassinating the person. You're not like Nancy Ajram. Uh, sorry. You know, no, it's not. It's not like that. Okay. It's not like that. It's just like, you know, you have to choose one not to, you know, you have, you have, okay. Haifa, Nancy and Ajwa. Yep. Najwa. Sorry. Did you hear that? Okay. I did. So I didn't really understand. Didn't come out clear. Nothing is coming. So are we dumping? Who are we dumping first? Najwa. Okay. So I love Bye. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking on a. You know. I'm talking music-wise, artistically. Peace out. Peace out, Najwa. You can't make me do that. <laughs> okay. And so, who are you collabing with? Haifa Wahbe. Or or Nancy. Or Nancy Ezra. Um, Nancy. Okay. And you're covering, and you're covering. People are laughing. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah, they're laughing. I mean, this is the whole point. This is a funny, fun, 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 yeah, fun. Yeah, Prince yeah. Najwa was like, you know, she supported me, you know, on Arabs Got Talent. She was, and she said the most beautiful thing, Yanni. So, yeah, I feel like a, like an ass right now. It's okay. But, yeah, that's the game. Anyway. I dump them all, okay? Uh, anyway, um, so we're going to keep things, you know, okay. How about we, we do things now a little bit different? Um... You know, I mean, I, you know, okay. Look, uh, we'll go with the we'll go with the indie scene, okay? Hamid Sinno, yeah. Zaid Hamdan, Faraj Suleiman. <sighs> Quickly, don't think about it too much. No, it's it's really not that big of a. Dude, I want to collaborate with all of them. Seriously. That's fine. That's fine. But let's okay. Boom, 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 boom. Let's get going. Okay, the show is almost over. Bro, Wahid Allah, I've always thought of We're like Hamidson no Zaid Hamdan Farah Suleiman, pick fucking one. Choose one. Okay? One to collab. Suleiman, fine, Suleiman, fine. Collaboration with Farah Suleiman, excellent choice. Hamidson no. Oh, collaboration with Hamidson no. Oh, okay. Let's hold on a second. Let's go back here and uh, you know, we'll do this and oh, uh, didn't do the thing. Shit. No, it's not doing the fucking thing that I wanted to. Yes, thank you. There, that's okay. So Hamid said no. Collaborating <laughs> with Hamid said no. Okay. <laughs> Covering. I'm waiting for you. I mean, it's it's. Covering Hamid said no. Well, like you just said, collabing with Hamidson. No, now we're covering the fucking no, don't Okay, don't Come answer on. this question. All right, fine, 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 fine. Taib, yalla. Milham Barakat, Um Khalthum, and Farid Al-Atrash. Collaborating, covering. Dumping. Dumping. 
ملحم Oh my god shots fired Shots fired ملحم بركات gets the dump boom 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 see you later that guy My god all right all right all right cool 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 I mean you know not judge no judgment No judgment Yeah okay no judgment Um, all right, here's another uh, here's another uh here's another segment, okay, called top to bottom. Okay, you can rate it top to bottom. Te Marbuta Barometre Mezian. Uh Mezian. Top. Te Marbuta. Te Marbuta. You fucking your 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 food sucks. Okay? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I know I'm putting things. Okay. Um Ben and Jerry's Buzid Bashir Gelato Show. Buzid Bashir. Top, top, top number one for all of Lebanon, Buzid Bashir. Gelato. Gelato show. Shout out to everyone in Junior. Yeah. Zero enough. Oh, ben and Jerry's gets the bottom? Yeah. Can I yeah. tell you a secret? Okay, you don't eat ice cream. You're lactose intolerant. No. Okay. No, no, I love ice cream, but I haven't had Ben and Jerry's. So. Oh, okay. Eh, you know, it's, uh, it's a thing. People like it. <laughs> okay. Ableton, Pro Tools, and what's the other one? Ableton, Pro Tools, GarageBand. Um, I'm gonna keep Pro Tools for last because it's. I find it so difficult. <laughs> I'm planning to learn to use it this year, but yeah, I would say GarageBand, Ableton, Pro Tools. GarageBand because it's very friendly and it makes me feel less dumb. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, God bless. God bless. Um, you know. That's yeah, it. logic, logic, Aziza. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, here we're going to go to the next section. Choosing from top to bottom, Spotify, Deezer, and Rami. Oof. Um, <sighs> and Rami, Spotify, Deezer. Uh-huh. Sorry, Anthony Saman. You got to do your job, son. You know what I'm saying? You got to pick up the pace, son. These are needed. You know what I mean? You need to do some fucking work, son. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. Look, look, respect to all of them. And, and Grammy, obviously, is your is your, the is the top top because, you know, like Arabic music and, and stuff like that. Spotify yeah. coming in at, at whatever. You know what I mean? That's hey, look, listen, we having fun here, girl. All right. Like we just having a laugh. This is jokes. This is, this is, you know what I mean? It's not like people are going to be like, you know, in the papers tomorrow on, you know, MTV or whatever. Last night, Bill, only here for the Wi-Fi podcast. Lajwa Karam is no longer going to work because this podcast, top number one for all of Lebanon podcasts and khalas. Okay. Anyway. How do you feel about TikTok? Is that a platform that you're on yet? Can I be very honest with you? No, just lie to me. Lie to me. Okay. All right. I'm going to lie to you. I hate TikTok. Fuck TikTok, I dude. I hate it. Fuck it. Ah, if I see another fucking TikTok, man, I'm going to lose my shit. I can't. I just can't. I've, I tried. I mean, 
small waist with a taste in the big bang. The big bang. Like you're just showing my ass. I don't. You know what? I don't get the point. I mean, I, I, mean, I get the point. Some people can do well on TikTok. Other people feel completely like idiots, like myself on TikTok. And you should Well, you know, uh, it's a thing. Look, you know what? If you want to connect with your younger audience, it's it, it's it's pretty cool. <sighs> like Chino, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. Do we really need another? It's kind of weird because you end up having like a, a lot of Indian dudes and Chinese guys and Russians who are like, you know, commenting and interacting and, and, and whatever. But yeah, people shaking their ass. But I mean, that's that's today's society, right? Like, I mean, of the dances, do you think do you think that you'd ever like learn how to, oh, I don't know, pole dance or twerk? Pole dance. I think it's beautiful. I'd love to learn. Or aerial. Are you okay? If you oh, were yeah. aerial dance, you know where they have the rope and they're like, yeah, gorgeous. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I love that. I, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, the last uh, Pink's concerts. You know, she sings and she does aerial at the same time. It's beautiful. I've been wanting to learn that. Maybe, yeah, maybe one of my resolutions this year is that something that cats production does do you guys have like dancers that are coming from the side yeah Yeah? we worked with aerials a lot of them yeah what's up that's what's up well shit girl if you can believe it it's already been an entire hour time just wow just time flies with you alan yeah you know (laughs) i mean you know i mean your boy uh you know boy you I mean, you know, I, I try to do my thing. Listen, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into uh, this this podcast. Manel, you're amazing. Um, love, you. love, love. I wanted to play. Th- this is the problem. I would play your music, but because you're like, you know, so legit. The thing is, is that you risk having the show being taken off because it, it you know, like I've yeah. had so many podcasts where the show gets ripped Ooh, off. Because of the copyrights and stuff. Because of copyrights. You know what I mean? So, um. <laughs> But everybody, for sure, check her out. Now in the future, my, my, my future guests and listeners of the podcast, check her out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I leave you. Uh, promote what you want to promote. Say what you want to say. Celebrate what you want to celebrate. And, and once again, thank you. And look, Bacaraba went out of my place. What the fuck? Oh, my God. That happened. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, just my battery on my thing ran out. Hold up. Shit. Hold up. I am a professional. <laughs> I am a professional. Yalla. Oh, it's too bright. Okay. And there we go. No, but really, Alan, I, I, I'm, I really wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart because you're really awesome. And, and when Scarlett told me about you and I, I, was, I was so happy, I was so looking forward because you're, you're such a great guy. You take things, I mean, you're so, you're so fun. You take things lightly. I mean, I wish everybody was like that, really. Thank you so much for your time. Well, I mean, hey, you know what? That's, that's really nice of you. I've never had anybody compliment me. I mean, you're making me blush, dude. You're making me blush. No, I mean, it's awesome what you're doing, really, connecting Lebanese and, you know, I mean, introducing them and letting people know about their latest work, their lives. Their, that's, that's a lot, and I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's, I got to tell you something. Okay. Um, 
I've personally found it really difficult kind of to um to find people whether they're journalists or other platforms or whatever that like are doing enough to celebrate each other especially or at least Lebanese performers and stuff like that. There's tons, you know, like you know, there are great platforms that are out there, but one thing that I don't think that we do enough is kind of pat each other on the back. Yeah. Kind of Absolutely. share each other and celebrate each other's, you know, accomplishments, our journeys. You know, so many great people. If we you're passionate at what you do, I want to know about you. You know what I mean? Like we never met before. But I mean, like, you got to respect the hustle, girl. You know what I mean? And you definitely somebody who been hustling for Mad Mad Long, Cats Productions, Broadway, Arabs Got Talent, you know, kicking the fuck out of cancer. And you know what I mean? Like, uh, God keep you, as they say. God, Allah, Allah, Khaliliyek. Allah, Khalilik. <laughs> Allah, Khalil, Kiki. You know, my Arabic. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it is a thing. Anyway. Uh, Thank you so much. I hope to we see you soon. Okay, I hope to see you soon. Stay safe. Or don't die, please. Okay, don't die from Corona. Kid, a kid don't die. Or we'll see you soon. Okay. Yalla, banwi. Take care. Banwi. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another podcast in the bag. That's what's up. Man, feels good. You know what I mean? Feels good. Tomorrow on the show we're gonna be doing uh, we're gonna be doing a thing about wine. If you guys like wine, we got a wine specialist, yo. What you know about wine, son? You know what I mean? You like to drink wine? You think you know about wine? You don't know shit. All right, we got a specialist come on on the show, talk about things. B for Bacchus or Bacchus. I think it's B for Bacchus. But anyway, she's coming on. Farah, you know, she's somewhat of a specialist. You know, and then after that we got Mo Calligraphy, aka Moster. And uh, he's an amazing, amazing tattoo artist. Keep it locked in, man. You know, if you like what you saw today, if you were entertained, if you, uh, if whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yo. Uh, look, share the podcast. Does it hurt? Does it hurt you? We got to celebrate each other, bro. We got to be like, respect. Hit the hearts, man. Hit those hearts. Share it to your story. Rate and review us on uh, on Apple Podcasts or, or follow us on Spotify, man. You know, I'm trying to grow this shit. I'm trying to create a whole thing. I'm doing this for you. Flash myself. Flash. What's good, you said? Where's the check? You know what I mean? Like, give me that. Give me that cashish, son. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, for real, though. It's all, it's all a passion project. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. And have a great night. <laughs>